Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. We're speeding. All right. We're going to do this show in three, two, one. QBMOC. We're back from the road and mediocre as ever. We give you our full take on lukewarm topics like football stuff. Plus a vocabulary lesson you never knew you needed. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. Well, it's Sports Wednesday. And you're coming in. Well, it's Sports Wednesday And you're coming back for more Come back for more Every week it gets better and better. Holy cow. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everyone. Sports talk from the Medium Fan Essay podcast that comes out on Wednesday featuring three guys in their basements who know nothing about sports talking about sports. It's glorious and it's inanity. That's what we're all about. My name is Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus or BMOC. Joining me as always, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm ready to talk football, everybody. Which is good. And uh, college hoops starting tonight as well. So as a basketball legend, you got to be excited about that. Super excited. Alma Mater's playing tonight. Um, we we think they just lost on a heartbreaker. So. Heartbreaker. Dream taker. Love shaker. Oh, don't love you maker. Mess oh, yeah. With me. Don't mess around with me. Yeah, there you go. And bringing you the sick guitar licks that set this show apart. It's the Maestro Brian Hank. How are you, Maestro? You know, it's funny what you said in the up top. Uh, we don't know anything about sports. I, I can honestly say. After doing this show for over 200 episodes, I think I know more about sports than I did when we started. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. We've done a good thing. I, believe you. I think so. I mean, think Dude. of all the things I've learned about. Horse racing. That's true. EPL. True. Formula F1. One. Yeah. F1 and Formula Baseball. One. Baseball. Oh, Baseball. I yeah. know a lot more. I was, I was not <laughs> HBK before, before this show. I'd say you're, you're getting there. I, uh, it's strikeouts, Maestro. Strikeouts. Come on. Strikeouts. All right. So Maestro definitely coming along with his sports. Now. I'll tell you what, fellas. This this week's sign that we are, that I am an old, old man. I'm waiting for the show to start, and I'm like, why am I so tired? And I'm like, oh, it was daylight savings. So even though we're recording at our normal time on Monday it's night, it later. feels like an hour later. And I'm yeah. like, uh Maybe You're we so should old. cancel the show. So, we should have done it at 8.30. Right. 
little bit of housekeeping. Then we've got a toy show. This toy show is going to get cruise along. We're going to be done in about 10 minutes tonight for sure. Oh, First no of all, doubt. follow this show on social media over on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram at Sports Wednesday. Ooh. And uh, we're over on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. Uh, guys, should we shell out the seven bucks to get verified on Twitter? Not till they give us the S. That's what I say. When we get the S, we're going to shell out the cash. It's time. That's right. You hear that, Elon Musk? Direct message for you. Get us the S in at Sports Wednesday, and then we will we will we will pay to get verified. What a huge Uh, get! Of course, if you want your that would be a huge get for him. If you want your Sports Wednesday merch, head to sportswednesday.com, click on merch. And uh, just a reminder that Sports Wednesday is brought to you from our good friends at Sportle, the only sports themed daily word guessing game that doesn't suck. More fun than getting punched in the nuts by an orangutan. Sportle.pro. <laughs> Maestro climbing up the Sportle leaderboard, by the way. He's past, uh, oh, past coach, past yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, couple of shakeups on that leaderboard lately. Some new names on there with the uh, indefatigable Mike Minardi falling out of first place. I don't know oh. what's happening. That's got to crush Mike. Mike's Mike's not probably not feeling pretty good about himself right now. You know, it's because well, he t- saw me coming. He's he, everyone fears some you. of the upcoming puzzles. Very excited, very excited for these upcoming puzzles. So uh, on tonight, as we record, recording on Monday night this week, and the Ravens are playing the Saints. They are up fourteen to nothing. But as we mentioned earlier, college basketball started. Ohio Bobcats uh, just lost in the very last second to Belmont, seventy to sixty nine. Uh, we didn't Jesus. see it. We kept hitting refresh trying to figure out what happens. So. Now, is that the Belmont branch of OU? No, um, it's the Belmont Belmonts. They're the fighting bells. <laughs> fighting bells. I got some bells for you. I think they're the bells. bells! Sorry. That one, that one hit, hit loud in my ears. <laughs> that hit hard. All right, let's get to this show, guys. I, I, I got a bit that we're going to start with called... What the heck just happened? All right. What just happened? Well, crazy week in college football. We were all uh, traveling. Maestro was traveling from uh, Dallas. Coach was North Carolina. I was down in Athens for Dad's weekend. Didn't see a whole lot. I was like, a lot of important games happen. I don't know what happened. So let's try and put it together and figure it out. Starting with Ohio State and Northwestern, 21-7. to uh, I remember getting a text from Maestro that said, hey, why are we losing 7 to nothing? It was almost halftime. What the heck? I know the weather was bad, but what went on in this game? Coach. Uh, yeah, so the, the weather definitely played a part, but um, Northwestern must have figured out that Ohio State is having some serious issues trying to run the ball, and they they still, they figured it out. They disallowed Ohio State from doing anything on the ground, and because the wind, I mean, the wind was gusting from like 30 to 50 miles an hour with sideways rain, so if you couldn't run the ball... Uh, you were in big trouble, and Northwestern just like ate up the clock. They shortened that game. Uh, that was a fast game, and Ohio State had to had to pull out some magic there. They had to had C.J. Stroud run for eighty yards for the game and throw for seventy five, but they pulled it out. It was it was a it was a little bit. Uh, are you concerned? Are you concerned? No, I'm not concerned. I mean, I, I think it was just one of those games. I mean, come on. 
I know everybody says that, you know, Ryan Day probably had them ready to, you know, not look past it, but these guys were looking past this game. They they're already mm-hmm. they're looking to November 26th or at least they're looking to Michigan game. So, to say that they weren't excited about this game is probably an understatement, but that doesn't discount that they should have showed up, but the better team still won. Mm. They probably I mean, felt like they're they were playing in high school again at that small ass stadium. Yeah, and and I'm telling you, Northwestern took the lead, and as long that as that game got you know shorter and shorter, and Northwestern was getting stops, and they were uh, just killing. Like they wouldn't hike the ball until there was one second on the clock every play. So they were eight nine minute drives, and Ohio State was probably you getting a little cause, nervous because they're smart. Because they're smart. Mm. So they were basically playing like Princeton style basketball. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly and, and what the weather doing. took away. The weather took away Ohio State's three point shooters because they couldn't throw the ball effectively. They couldn't throw the ball. If you were going a certain way, there was zero chance you could throw the ball. Maestro, you were flying, so you didn't see the game. Is that accurate? Yeah, I didn't see any of it. I, I saw highlights yeah. the next day, but um, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It was rainy right. and windy and nasty. Well, nasty. apparently uh, the the poll voters are buying the bad weather theory because Ohio State stays at number two. So uh, I, I will say this: uh, I saw, you know just looking at the scores, I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> they still won, considering good. a lot of teams lost. So I was, right, so I was, I was, won. I was with with Brada, and he is obviously he's an insane Ohio State fan, and it's different when I mean he's looking at it way half empty, like the glass, like it's over. We're the worst team ever that played football. I'm like, I think we'll be okay. It's just one, it's just one game. We still won and they're going to be fine. They're fine. Unlike, unlike the Alabama Crimson Tide, lost to LSU on a gutsy, gutsy call. Another game I didn't see, although I did watch the, uh, I did watch the two point conversion at the end. Uh, Who wants to speak to this game? Maestro? I'll speak to All you. All right. Go yes, for here, it. Maestro. I saw the highlights. It was a back-and-forth affair. Um, LSU had some, great, uh, had some great plays. Alabama was on their heels. Bryce Young was scrambling. He was not. He just doesn't have a, a go-to receiver, so he's running for his life most of the game. But they, they hung in there, and I think they actually – I think they said there was, what, six or seven lead changes? So it was definitely back-and-forth. Gets tied up at the end, goes into overtime. Uh, Alabama scores first. LSU uh, gets the ball. They score, and they just decide, let's fuck it. Let's just end this thing. And they did. Boom. Goalpost came down. Did they? Uh, uh, yeah. Nice. That 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 game was one of the best games. That, that, that has to be the game of the year. It was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. Like, that were two. Th- those were two. Really, really, really good football teams. LSU looked like, wow, where have they been hiding? Because they looked yeah, really so, good. So we've had some choice. We've had some choice words about Brian Kelly. You know, when he left yeah. Notre Dame, how are we thinking? Of, oh, yeah. how are we thinking now? Did he make? Did he make well, the right choice? Oh, I absolutely. Or do we, and, or and do that, we save that, that for the next game? Well, the next game we what, talk about. Yeah, I mean, it could be, but like he. Boy, did he make – I mean, right that win, everybody is in love with Brian Kelly right now, especially the way he won. That that two-point conversion at the end was just so ballsy and badass that 
he's a he's kind of a he's a knucklehead, and the way he left is the way he left. But wow, you can't make a statement stronger than the one he just made. You just can't. You know, you know, he wanted to do his pretend southern accent after that. Oh, he, he was hoping he could. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what else: if if they hadn't gotten that two point conversion, we would right now be going. Brian Kelly's going to be gone at LSU before the end. Yeah, of the that that's what that's what makes it gutsier, though. I think. Yeah. Yep. All right, next game. This is uh, the coach's classic because it's two teams near and dear to Coach's heart, two teams he loves, <laughs> two teams he lives and breathes for, the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame and Clemson. How much of this game did anybody watch? And, Coach, uh, what does it say that Notre Dame beat Clemson? Oh, it says so much. I wa- See, I was flipping back and forth with my brother with this game and the other game, with the LSU-Alabama game because they were on at the same time. Um, and I, I even texted you guys. I was so conflicted. I didn't know what to do with this. But I just think Dabo has such a punchable face, I, and I'm just so sick of him. And I know I hate Notre Dame, and God, it pained me to say, but I was rooting for Notre Dame so hard so that Clemson would get just flushed down the I mean, toilet. You got to sort of like Notre Dame now that Marcus is there, right? I mean, he's an I, And I guy. even said it that day. I said, he you know what? I'm, I'm, he had a tough couple breaks. He lost to Marshall and Stanford at home. Um you know he's finding his way. This was a this was a huge signature win for him for Notre Dame. Yeah, I'll say I'm happy for Marcus Freeman. I don't think I'll ever utter the words that I'm happy for Notre Dame because I'm not. I'm just happy that Clemson lost because they they were never that game was never in question. Notre Dame didn't just punch him in the face; they kicked him while they were down and stomped on him. Like that was that game was never close. So Dabo, well, Clemson. Do you think- do you think he bails on that that older quarterback and goes with the freshman like he did with? Uh, he has to now. Like, well, I mean, they only have yeah. one loss, I guess. But he switched from the older quarterback, went to the freshman. The freshman throws a horrible interception, brings the older quarterback back, and he threw an interception. But they both didn't yeah. just throw interceptions; they both threw pick sixes. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, he doesn't know what to do. He might just go to the Wildcat. Well, Clemson falls seven places. They fall to number 12 for a one-loss team. That's a big tumble. Bigger than Alabama, who has two losses now, but is still ranked 10th. Notre Dame returns to the the poll at number 20 after being out for a while. Uh, Nuts. I'm glad Clemson lost as well. Um, I have no particularly strong feelings either way on that game. But the next game. Let's say let's, let's let's rank Tennessee really high and then set them up against Georgia and see what happens. Maestro, did you put this on the show sheet? Tell I did. us about I, it. I put it on just because I mean that was a, like I think people thought that Tennessee was really going to give Georgia a good game, and I think Georgia just smacked them in the face and said, "Hey, you're not ready yet." Yeah. And it was an eye opener, and Tennessee now will will have to figure out if they can re uh, you know what's the word I'm looking for just just come back from that right rebound. Yeah. Um, and Georgia is now, you know, without a doubt, the the best team again. So, yep. And Tennessee uh, now they fell. I don't know. They're number five or six. I'm just looking at their schedule: Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt remaining. Mm. That's not tough. Mm-mm. So I could see Tennessee finishing with just one loss. Uh, let's talk SMU Houston. This was another Maestro one. I added this just because of the. It was preposterous. Um, so this game, I think it broke the record for the highest scoring game ever in NCAA football. So SMU won. They beat Houston 77-63. to 
that, <laughs> is that outrageous or what? I, I, I just felt like it was worth an honorable mention because that is nuts. That would have been a fun game to watch. No, I didn't even hear about that game, but SMU and Houston, 77 to 63. Yes. Holy God. That's like a Mac game on steroids. Well, or it's like a basketball game, right? But, yeah. like, what do you tell your defenses there? Like, uh, you could do better. Yeah. Can you do better? <laughs> hey, way to, way to hold them under 70, guys. <laughs> I mean, that is just ridiculous. All right, so here's a serious question now, because we still have uh, four undefeated teams, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. Now TCU joins the top four, vying for the playoffs. Tennessee at 8-1, and one, Oregon 8-1, and one. USC and UCLA both one-loss teams. Utah, Ole Miss, Clemson. Which one-loss team do you think if – if let's just assume not all four of these teams are going to go undefeated. Which one-loss team do you think has the best chance of getting into that playoff? Let's go to Coach first. I, I mean, I, I still yeah. think it's Tennessee. I, I think I think TCU is a, is a sham. I, don't, I think they lose. I don't think they're very good. TCU um, has Texas, Baylor, and Iowa State left on their schedule. Right, and I think they could lose but two out of those. They those. could lose to Texas and Baylor. Now, they win those. Yeah, I'll, I've eaten my words before. They, they could have a chance. But Tennessee, if they can just win out, um, now Tennessee that, will uh, win out. Their schedule yeah, Alabama is, very bad. Yeah. is weak. But Alabama now is out. So Alabama isn't even being considered for the um, SEC. If Alabama plays Mississippi and beats Ole Miss, then that basically eliminates the only other SEC team other than Georgia. So Tennessee will be sitting there just hoping for a team to lose. Um, I feel like they do. The only other team I would give is, is I think has a great chance is Oregon. I think Oregon has a nice look all the way in. They, they look hot right now. How many losses does USC in have? The, uh, the Pac-12. Okay. They only have so one. They're definitely in there. I, was, so, I would, wouldn't forget about Utah either. Well, Oregon and Utah play each other. Oh, okay. Very nice. Uh, in, right. two, in September 19th, or November 19th, it looks like. Is so there Oregon like has a Pac 12? Washington, uh, Utah, Oregon State left. Does the Pac 12 have a, like a, a tournament game kind of thing? A final? Yeah, they do. They, they, all, all the big conferences have nice. a uh, conference championship. What about so, what about Tulane? Well, there's you some good think football. BMOC would played. mention Tulane since uh, you know that's a, a big name in his house. And they beat Kansas State. Mm-hmm. And Tulane and and Liberty yes, both uh, sitting there with just one loss. Although you know Tulane with that uh, super tough loss to University of Southern Mississippi, Southern Miss is the Ooh. team they lost to. Not oh. a quality loss because if you sit there and you look at. Here's why Clemson fell so far in my book. They lost to Notre Dame as opposed to if Tennessee has one loss and their one loss is to Georgia. You know, that's, yeah. that's just a stronger case. Hey, guys, I got one for you. Okay. So if Ohio State mm-hmm. wins out, dominates yeah. the rest of the season, Yeah. Penn State wins out, their only loss would be to Ohio State. Do you think they have a chance? Well, Penn State oh. lost to Michigan. Oh, too. they did lose to Michigan. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yes, they did. Right. Okay. So they've got two losses. They're done. Yeah. Yeah, but so one of those two Big Ten teams is going to have a loss and kind of fall out of the out of the play. I could see TCU sticking in there, to be honest with you, just because of their schedule. If they get past Texas, now Texas looked good against Kansas well, they, State. Um, Quinn years, but T, but TCU has had to come back the last three day three games. This past week was against Texas Tech, 
So yes, they could Let's win. Throwing but shade on the TCU team I, right now. What's up? Yeah, I just I don't believe in them. That, at that all. shows grit at and all. character coming back and winning. <laughs> <laughs> at, at some point, it comes back to 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 haunt you, just like Clemson. Ask Clemson about that. They they escaped a lot of games, and it finally came back to. Productive struggle, growth mindset. Come on, coach. You know all about that. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. So uh, before we move on to the next thing, two other things I'm going to throw at you. Kansas Jayhawks, who we've talked about a couple times this year. They uh, they beat uh, Oklahoma State, and they tore down their goalposts. Goalposts. Goalposts torn down, and then they put shade on Twitter uh, because they said, go post replaced, no go fun of me needed. (laughs) Yeah. Nice job that there. And then, of course, uh, this show's going to come out Wednesday morning after the Ohio-Miami game, but we should probably just comment on this. is a huge game for the Bobcats. Miami's probably the last roadblock to us winning the East. I'm, I, I'm nervous. I, can I say this out loud? I, I, I Yes, I have some serious nerves. Even after I watched them play last Tuesday, um, they look like a winning team, but God damn, this team, this yeah. game makes me nervous. Uh, Bobcats favored by two. So when you're listening, you're going to be like, ah, their nerves are justified, or those guys are just nervous nellies because we either won or we lost. You, know, right. else, you know what else? This is this episode's going to come out after mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the midterm elections. True. True. Oh. True. <laughs> Can I say that? I, I'm nervous also about nervous. that too. <laughs> Breaking those down in a, in another podcast called Politics Wednesday. Comes out every Wednesday. Oh, I love Politics I Wednesday. It's supposed to be a blood red moon tomorrow night. It is going to be a blood. Oh, well, it's a blood moon. Blood moon. Blood, blood, blood moon. Let me ask you guys this. All right. This came out. Yeah. It came up in our text yeah, yeah, thread. Yeah, and okay. as you guys know, any opportunity I have to devolve into semantics, I'm going to do it. Maestro, yeah. we were talking about the, the pit game. And Maestro said Pitt was no slouch. And I disagreed because Pitt has lost three games. And then as I've been thinking about it. They've actually lost four games. Four games, nonstop. Because I said, no, no, Pitt's a slouch. How many, to call a team a slouch, we're talking about a college football team. How many weeks do you think need to be in the season? Because calling a team a slouch in like the first three weeks feels too early to me. And then what does their record need to be for them to officially be a slouch? Oh, mm. I would say it definitely has to be yeah. below 500. What about 500? And I also have. Yeah. Right at 500. Are they, are they, are they a perennial 10 and one team? Cause if they're a perennial 10 and one team and they're 500, they're a slouch. Oh, for sure. If they're a 10 and one team and they've got three losses, they're slouching. They're, they're so here's, slouching. Yeah. here's the one thing. But like, but like Pitt, what did Pitt do Pitt? last year? Yeah, they they, they're games, consistently right? a bowl eligible team. They always manage to beat somebody they shouldn't, and so mm. I, that's why I always, you know, they beat Clemson a couple times in the last four or five years. So it's like that's why I always look at them as they are a team that you just don't want to. Teams are be like, all right, yeah, we might want to get our act together because they could beat us, and then they could turn around and lose to but a here's horrible where, here... team. They're just they're a little inconsistent, but they are no slouch. But here's here's where I'll, here's here's where I, I I will just be the devil's advocate and counter that preseason pit yeah highly ranked preseason pit picked by Desmond Howard to I be in the playoffs now it's not their fault that Desmond Desmond Howard's an idiot but he's a bit of a slouch. Um, 
he's a bit of a slouch. But because they were so highly ranked, does their position right now make them a slouch? Because they really should be. They're not even no. ranked. No, I they? mean they, they were ranked for a while. No. But yeah, they lost See, a couple games and they've dropped. Because right now I feel like Pitt's no slouch, or you could say Pitt is a slouch, and definitely the team that they beat uh, is a slouch. So I would Syracuse? say this. Well, the way that Syracuse yeah, is completely yeah. crumbled. So, yes. so pulling out of of what you guys are saying, number one, if your team has high expectations and you're out of the top twenty five, you're a slouch. Number two, mm-hmm. if your team doesn't necessarily have high expectations, but you're at or below five hundred, you're a slouch. And I like that idea of bowl eligibility. Like if you if you can't if you don't get bowl help. eligible, which I think is six wins, mm-hmm. you're de- that's definitely automatic slouchdom. I agree. And if you constantly do that, you're always a slouch. If you can't hit that six, come on. We've been through bowl season. Everybody yeah. makes bowl season. If you can't hit that so six, you're So by these criteria, Pitt would only be a slouch because of their preseason expectations, which were set by a slouch mm-hmm. being, being Desmond Howell. Therefore, so, therefore, no. Yeah. So I, Therefore, two out of the three, they don't fit slouchdom. So basically, I guess we've all agreed I would say not Pitt is they're just on the rim of the slouch. And, and to be fair, it's just, oh just, shit! Did you Pitt, did you? Since wow, Pitt is so is on on display here, they actually almost beat they almost beat that? Tennessee. So if you think That's early correct. in the season, had Pitt beat Tennessee in that game, yeah, that would have changed. Yeah, the trajectory of the season yes. is all very different. Yeah, and I bet Pitt season would be all different. Mm-hmm. Just as if Syracuse had beat Clemson, I think that would have powered them. Yeah, we'd be going like. Uh, yeah, way different. Crazy. So, well, I'm glad we got that cleared up wow. there, Maestro. So I take it back. I'll take it back in the text thread uh, that Pitt was a slouch, but I will say they are flirting with slouch. And by the way, guys, <laughs> they're on the rim of the slouch. Uh, interesting uh, etymology there to the word slouch, obviously going back to, to the middle, middle English, but it got real popular to call people a slouch, like from 1900 to 1920. And then it fell out of favor hitting an all-time low in usage in 1975, and then has just been on the uptick ever since. Wow, what what brought that back? Though? I don't know what brought it back, but Google does these Bad cool gra- graphs about how many, how many times it sees uh, a term in the various documents of each era that it has, and uh, it's, it's a super fascinating one. For whatever reason, 1975, you called someone a slouch. People are going to be like, what are you even talking about? And ever since then, it's just been taken off. I want. I wonder if sports is done is given at the uptick because I feel like I've said that a lot. Yeah. He's no slouch. Oh, sure. He's Here no we get coach taking credit wow. for this word. Oh no 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 no! I take credit for nothing that is worthwhile. But I, what I'm saying is, I feel like I've said that in the sports world. <laughs> now that's something that's definitely come back Jack to everybody's ass. vernacular. Oh no, coach is a jackass. <laughs> All right, that's what just happened. Holy cow, everybody. Hey, Show's just cruising along, going a little over the 10 minutes I predicted, but we're still we're still rolling. Uh, and we we're got a good 75 minutes good. of uh, wagering advice to give you in a segment we like to call... That's right. Wagers of the week, betting and sweating. Uh, we started with 10 points each. We've been wagering uh, one wager each week. If we want, we can pass. 
and uh, Coach has built what appears to be an insurmountable lead between now and the Super Bowl. He's up to 72 points. Uh, he had a loss. Now, this is going back two weeks. Last week was a road trip show with me and Coach. By the way, Maestro, you want to do a quick review of last week's show? What would you think? I liked it. Um, I liked that uh, it was more like little segments. Like you could tell you guys were driving or you know, in a spot where you could record, and then you just stop. And then wait until you were talking about something interesting and started it back up again. I kind of like that. Yeah, it was a series of vignettes, if you will, taking the listener with us on our journey. Uh, I, I, I don't know if the high point was us being on national TV or the high point was our interview with David, the guy in the Dallas Cowboys hat in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh God, Pirates jacket. It's a toss-up for me. It's a toss-up. I, I liked you guys having your bean burrito on the way home and then like just the thrill of the victory and you were um, in that moment of you thought this was the best moment of your entire lives. It was. It really was. It really it You really were like blissing out and then probably by the time you woke up the next day, you're like, ooh. Oh, man. Oh. That's true. Oh, that burrito was – my stress, that so burrito good. was so good. It was so good. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, it's not even hyperbole. Might have been the best burrito I've ever had in my life. It might have been. I, I got to believe this show, since Coach and I were on national TV, will probably have like, I don't know, 500,000 downloads easy. Well, what are we up to on, on the, the, live, on stream, the live stream right there? We we're over actually 400, up to 1.6 million tonight. I, I knew it would be huge. And uh, oh, there's it. David. He's wearing his Dallas Cowboys hat. <laughs> I, and he's flipping us off. I hey, say hey this, David. usually the hat, the hat, shirt, hat, coat mismatch is something that bothers me. I have never seen Coach get so worked up about one to the point where I was like, we have to go talk to this guy about it. It was Great a no-brainer. All right. Coach was so amped up about a, a, the Buckos. You don't really see, see Buckos out in the wild too often. No. I enjoyed it. You, you've misunderstood. I love that Buckos thing. I just, it bothered me. I was like, you have. That I would have embraced. I would have. I would have given that man a hug for. It was, was vintage. Coat, yeah, it was Meister. very cool. You would have, Meister, yeah. You would have loved this coat. But the Dallas thing just threw me because I'm like, where you've got to be a Steelers fan if you're a Buckos fan. Yeah. How, how do you mix and match that? Because to me, you live in Pittsburgh. You hate Dallas. You hate Dallas. That didn't. Coach, now that now that all. you know the answer, it makes perfect sense, right? Because he had oh, no idea that. Oh he my was God! Breaking, you know. American no, sport he's, mores. He's, no, and he, his first name starts with D, so he has a D hat. I'm like, that that just makes Coach, total sense. Do you think uh, when you went to the the Guardians game and you met the Yankees fans from Pittsburgh's that like that was that's the foundation yes. of your irritation? Yeah, I think it was. I think mm-hmm. that started it. That 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 ripped open yeah. that sore. And when I saw that coat and hat, it was like throwing salt in there. But now, I, David, if I'm sure he's listening. I, I, I love your story. All right. It was a great story. So here's what happened two weeks ago. Maestro had bet on Arsenal to beat Nottingham Forest, which he also pointed out Nottingham. is different than Sherwood Forest. So all of our Robin Hood jokes were taken back. Thank you, Maestro. Damn but it. He won there. That gave him 10 points to get him out of the hole and up to the rim of the hole. His favorite Woo! spot was zero. <laughs> BMOC, uh, against Maestro's advice, bet on the Cincinnati Bearcats to beat UCF. That didn't happen. He uh, lost five. He's at five points just ahead of Maestro and a mere uh, 68 behind the coach, 67 behind the coach at 72. The coach, nine points, right? Lost 19. 19 points, whatever. 
down at 72 points. betting on Syracuse, but still huge in the lead. And then our guests bankrupted by Tal Sean. We haven't had any guest pickers since then uh, at, at zero. Yes. So the real the real question here is: Will Maestro beat the guests, or will BMOC <laughs> stay out of the hole? The rim of the rim of the hole. Definitely on the rim of the hole. That's right. Rim at, so this week's wagers. Let's go to Maestro first. What do you got, Maestro? Well, you know. I, I'm very excited and proud of my arsenal. Um, so I'm just going to keep, I'm just gonna keep going, going back, back to it. it. And uh, they play the Wolves, which is Coach's team. Uh, it'll be the last game before the World Cup break. Um, it's this coming Saturday. And so I'd like to bet on them just straight up. I'm just going to – what's the max? Straight I up? Bet? I, I got I to say that feels like a very – that Wolves have to be such a huge underdog. True. Can we do a? Uh, can we? I, I'll let you bet. Here's, here's what I'll do. I will. T- I will. T- I will let you. I'm going to do this because I is think. There, is there a? Is you're there at a, zero. Uh, a spread. I, I always have trouble finding spreads. I don't know the spread. Like I'm so bad. Like and I don't want to overdo it. I, just, I would just, just say I'll give just Wolf bet 10. Can I bet ten? No. I, here's what I was going to say. If you take, I mean, I I'll let you go straight. I'll let you go straight. No. <laughs> I'll let you go straight up. You can bet 10. If you want to take the one goal to the Wolves, I'll let you bet 15. So you can you can boost it. Uh, so they, Are you okay yeah, with that, BMOC? So you're giving yeah. Wolves a goal, okay. just one goal. You can bet 15 if you give the Wolves a goal. If you go straight up, it's 10. I'm cool with that. It's, 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 it's soccer. Who it's knows true. what could it's happen? But, I, but I'm yeah. going to make it a little juicier for you. I'm going to make it juicier for you because I know I've seen the Wolves it's, play it's twice this year. It's a weird game because think Arsenal's Arsenal's, got you know, safely and first. They've got a lot of guys. They've so got do a they lot play of guys hard? Going into the World Cup. Oh. Like, I would say oh, 60% that is a weird of their game. team is playing for different ways. <laughs> Nobody yeah. from the Wolves is going. <laughs> so it, it could be one of those things where they just play a half. Maybe they just get their 1-0 and then they just ride it out. So I'm going to take. I'm just. Yeah. I want to get into positive numbers. I don't want to be greedy. So I'm going to take. Good, good for uh, you. I'm going to put ten points on it. All right. And uh, just you. so you guys know, the uh, Arsenal is at minus one eighty five. Wolves at plus five hundred on that game. And I don't know what that means. I have, yeah, I have no idea. I don't either. You got to bet one hundred to bet that. So I'll tell you what, fellas. Before January, when, when this is leaving, we need to get a real gambler on as a guest who can explain these kinds of odds to us. Well, okay. I think we can Very do good. that. Uh, I am taking a pass this week. I just not, There was a game that I was tempted to do, but I'm worried about cursing one of the teams involved. Uh, so will you tell us after I bet? No, All go right. ahead, Coach. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take UC minus five against ECU. That's at home. Um, it's less than a touchdown. So I'm taking Cincinnati to cover against uh, Eastern Coach, I just Carolina. Wanna, I just want to remind uh, you minus that five. both of your co-hosts have lost points on UC. I know that, but I've I've won one this yeah, year with them, and I so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go. Let me uh, go remind 10. you, you lost a side get... bet betting against ECU as well. I know I did. That's why I need I to get you. vengeance. Vengeance right, is put mine. Ten, ten on Fuck the Bearcats to cover pirates to cover Grr. five points. Very good. And BMC taking the pass, looking at that Ohio minus two against Miami. That's. That's, I knew that's, that's, that's one almost you were a push, about. but it, it's Vegas. Say we think they're going to win, just not by a lot. But uh, I'm too nervous, too long. I've been I've been let down too many times to to 
risk cursing them by betting betting on them. And I'm I'm okay with you doing that. Actually, I I, I find that that yeah, was a smart thanks. move. Uh, you know, you know, when it comes to wagering, the thing that you want to do is avoid going rogue. Time for betting with coaches, Bretta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. What happened, Coach? What happened? Wait, let me read this text message from the unofficial Sports Wednesday thread. Scroll up. That's a long ass thread we got. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we had a we had a lot to say. BMOC, I got a question for you. Yeah, why I got you. Why you're scrolling? So I know you go off you go off the grid quite a bit. You're either hanging uh-huh. out in the garage or taking a nap or whatever, uh, painting the the den randomly. Um, how do you go back and read our thread, or do you just pick up and you're just like whatever? No, I always do. I read it all. It? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll like uh, I'll go off and then I'll pick it up and I'll be like I got 17 texts and then I'll look and like 15 will be on this thread. Having a little double <laughs> double oaked and it's marvelous. Makes my throat. All right. Saturday, twelve oh six AM. I made yes. a decision without Sports Wednesday collaboration. We have Tennessee plus eight against Georgia for ten bucks with Bretta. I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> what happened? What happened yes. at twelve oh eight AM? So it was prior to that. So we were we Friday was the wedding that we went to. Um, the wedding was at four thirty. the, basically that's when I got home after that. We were there, went out, got back and, uh, somewhere in between Mark and I were talking about SEC football or whatever. And he was talking about how that game's going to be a blowout cause he loves Georgia. And I was like, ah, I don't think so. Oh. I, I go, how about you put your money where your mouth is? Let's go $10 Sports Wednesday. And he's like, done. I was like, damn, that was that was way too fast. Mm. He, he he really appreciated it. He got in that way too fast. Well, well and So that's basically he, what happened. That's, and I'll tell you what. Now, I know last year, I think it was last year, it might have been two years ago, I uh, also was feeling buzzy and, and convinced you to throw a Kansas State bet at him that we lost yes. quickly. So it's down to Maestro to be the last one to go rogue. On a Bretta bet with coach with coach's Bretta, so we'll, we'll we'll wait for that day. So we are now yes. at minus fifteen because Tennessee failed to cover, and it is Bretta's turn to throw us a game. Yes, and he what has thrown us a game. He has thrown us TCU and <gasps> Texas. TCU is getting seven versus Texas. What? Yes, TCU plus seven. Versus Texas. Now it's in okay. Texas, so Texas Texas beat Kansas State I, I, pretty easily. By the way, when yours they built a good. big first half lead, but K State was was I mean they cut it. They had a legit shot there in the second second half. Well, they they, I mean they, they were did, they they're the, the ranked team. They should have won. Sorry, I can't believe I'm looking at this line. I looked it up because it didn't seem real to me. 
TCU is getting seven. And coach, you don't believe in TCU. I do not. Like Texas. This is a this I, game is tough. I do this not. is tough to call. Because normally, norm, normally, take... yeah. Here, say it, Maestro. I, I'm all in on Texas. I think I think there's just something special about them with Quinn Ewers. So unless there's an injury or something, I think TCU TCU, TCU is ripe for for a, a loss. They've been battling back, winning barely seven the week. So they're getting seven, or they're I'm favored. They're is Texas no. TCU uh, is getting seven. T- Texas number is four. Seven. TCU Texas, is getting seven points against number twenty. Texas. Is it at Texas? It's in yeah. Texas. In Texas. Okay, oh, right. it's in Texas. Yeah, but I mean, it's TCU, Texas. They're not far from each other. Uh, I, 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 I got, I got to go with Maestro on this one. I think, I think, I think TCU is. Hey, if TCU wins this they're, game they're and like they, the you Clemson know, then, then we're good on them. Then that's that makes them a believer, and then we go down. I mean, do you, if we don't feel confident, we don't have to do 10. We could do five. Well, both of these teams have accomplished the impossible in beating Kansas State. <laughs> yes, that is Texas, TCU, until you have to be a T school to beat Kansas State this year, apparently. Uh, I will tell you guys what. I, I want to go TCU, but I will defer to you, but I think we should go five. Okay. I will five bucks, them. Texas? Yep. I feel good about it. I'm not worried. Okay. All right, we'll see how that turns out. And we are down 15, so that would get us to down 10, and then we could pick it all up by picking a good game. Good job. All righty, that's Betting with Coach's Bretta, and that's the end of Betting and Sweating, which is nice. It brings us to uh, a little segment where we get stuff off our chest. We call that a rant. We clean up mistakes we might have made, call that a correction. Or uh, if we have some some something that we've enjoyed we want to pass along, we call that a recommendation, and we call this entire segment Rants and corrections. Recommendations. It's open mic style. I see Coach is signed up. That's the only one I see on there. So, Coach, what do you got? Uh, I just have a little bit of a mini rant. Um, tonight was the opening of college basketball mm-hmm. season, and we live here in the uh, Columbus, Ohio region. So Ohio State was playing Robert Morris. I know it's not a huge game. Kill Robert um, Morris. So I came home. I came home and I was like, well, it was like right around dinner time, around seven o'clock, and I was just going to click the game on. Couldn't find it. I'm like, mm, that's interesting. So I go online and I see that it's not being covered by anyone but Big no. Ten Plus. So basically, Big Ten has done what ESPN has done, and they've added this plus. And I'm what? like, this is this has gotten out of hand. It's out of hand. Not anywhere. This is a Big Ten. This is this is not a small school. This is a Big Ten school. In its own town, and nobody locally can watch the game unless you spend money on Big Ten Plus. Like you, you got to be shitting me. That should have been carried locally by like our local channel, Channel Ten, or whatever the channels are, and it should have been shown. Like it's getting out of hand. Like how is that possible? I couldn't watch that. It, game. Re- it reminds it me dumb. too that uh, we really break this entire trend down in detail, uh, but only for subscribers of Sports Wednesday Plus. That's our premium membership it's an exclusive <laughs> episode sports wednesday plus it comes out every wednesday <laughs> oh that's oh, so man. good uh you're right though everybody's getting a plus and that pretty soon it's going to be like there's going to be ohio state plus you know yes there will be i mean um and i also have a uh i have a little bit of all a right let's hear it. 
and I've mentioned I've mentioned I've mentioned it to you, uh, BMOC, only in passing when we were driving back, maybe back or or to it is it's a documentary on Netflix and it's a nature documentary and it's called Island of the Sea Wolves and uh, it's 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 really good it's it's episodic it follows I think it's basically it's following different groups of animals like there is a pack of wolves there's some eagles there's sea otters and they've kind of found ones that that like almost like that there's these groups like a a female and a male and then there's a child that's involved and like they're they're trying to survive and it's it's uh narrated by Will Arnett <laughs> it's Should he does it it's wolves. very subtle like i he, <laughs> yes and he can annoy he can annoy me sometimes but he does it he does he's very subtle with it um but it's definitely an easy watch uh, it's not too graphic if you want to watch it with your kids. It's good, though. It's Island of the Sea Wolves. I feel like it's going to take off. I feel like it's something that people are going to talk about, but uh, you should Island check it out. Island of the, the Sea, sea Wolves. Wolves. Island of the Sea Wolves. Check it out at Sportle.pro and be sure to subscribe to Sportle Plus for exclusive puzzles all hand in hand all the and time. Content. Oh, Check out right. Sportal on Sports Wednesday Plus. Sports Wednesday Plus. All right. That's pretty good. Maestro, you got anything for this bit? Or are we going to move right on? Uh, I uh, I got a, a wreck, I guess. Uh, yeah, what do you got? So on the plane ride back to uh, from Palm Springs to Dallas, I was able to pull up the uh, American Airlines Wi-Fi channel on the plane. And I watched uh, Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie and uh nice. I had no expectations but i was i was entertained i think i was more excited that i got the wi-fi to work and i was like Holy shit, i get to watch a movie yeah but um yeah if you're looking for like sunday afternoon fodder it's a rainy day bullet train is entertaining it's violent and kind of weird and funny and it's 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 a trope we've seen before it's felt more like a ryan, ryan reynolds type movie but if you're looking for a oh, pop, I'll watch it. That's definitely right in candy my, uh... movie. It's uh, it's got some candy. good actors in it and some good action scenes and fight scenes. So yeah, Bullet Train. Bullet Train. All right, Bullet Train from Maestro. Nice job for rants, corrections, and recommendations. That brings us to. Two been a while since we've done this yeah. been so long i i've got i need a second to uh to get the stopwatch set up so coach tell us how the two minute drill works okay it's called the two minute drill we all get two pops at it 20 seconds a pop we can talk about whatever we want sports movies politics no i'm just kidding we don't talk politics um we can talk about recipes but here's the kicker oh i like is, the kicker it's called the two minute drill first. go ahead go sorry <laughs> go ahead go ahead go ahead it's called a two-minute drill because it's supposed to be two minutes, but damn it, we never make two minutes. But that's why we call it the two-minute drill. All right. There we go. And it looks like we are going maestro, then coach, then me. Maestro, are you ready? I'm ready. Your two-minute drill starts now. Speaking of kickers, not Mike, right, not really a kicker, but a punter. So Ray Guy passed away. Oh, uh, he passed away a few days ago. And uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to that guy because we all grew up watching him. He was... Yep. The, the punter supreme for the Oakland Raiders. He was there 14 seasons. He was a first-round draft pick, draft pick in 73. He was there for all three other Super Bowls. 
Um, he was the first punter as a weapon, is, is what, uh, you know, reading about him a little bit online. He flipped the field. And in a time when that was yes, a big deal, a 50-yard average punter, um, you know, that put him into the Hall of Fame. And so, you know, rest in peace, Ray Guy. You were a powerhouse. And, yeah, the uh, the top college punter wins the Ray Guy Award each year. It's amazing. Ray Guy. Time, coach. Okay, so uh, baseball, which nobody cares about, which I'm about to lose my mind. Astros won again. Astros win a World Series. Um, but here's my thing about this. I, I really don't know how many people were actually paying attention. They won on a night on – was they won on Saturday, which was arguably one of the most exciting college football nights and days in a long time. I, I just don't know how many people actually cared or paid attention outside of Houston and Philadelphia, which doesn't surprise me. Um so it's one of those things like, well, I'm not really angry because I don't know how many people actually cared. The only thing that I will say about the the, the win, Trey Mancini, uh, cancer survivor, traded from the Baltimore Orioles, got in the game, uh, made a game-saving play, uh, got his World Series ring. It's, it's a nice story. And as I mentioned before, how I took back my horrible slanderous words about Dusty Baker, he got his World Series. Good for him. But the Astros can suck it. <laughs> Time. Time. I will say, uh, yeah, I, I found out by looking it up Sunday morning. I'm like, oh, I wonder who won. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that amazing? It is amazing. And uh, Trey Mancini, let's see if we can get him on the show. Yeah, I we think could ask him about show. cancer. Yes. We could come up with a segment. <laughs> he could actually steal the question. It would be the, the okay. cancer question with Trey Mancini. Coach, let me ask you this: Does this win? Does, does do. this win punch Dusty Baker's ticket to Cooperstown? Oh, he's yeah, I he's think in. It does too. He has enough wins as a manager, but he needed yeah. this World Series. Yeah, I think he's he was in. on the rim before, but uh... <laughs> he was on the rim of the hole, and he's definitely just, in the hole. I just now. want to see those rubber gloves just on a statue. Yeah. Oh, they're going. They're going to Cooperstown. I guarantee they are. All right. Well, uh, let's see what he got. Time. Speaking of uh, uh, sports, we didn't pay attention to and probably should have. The MLS Cup final was one for the freaking ages. I watched twelve minutes of highlights today after I read about it. LAFC beats Philadelphia. Unbelievable match, guys. It was three to three. LAFC got the equalizer in the 110th minute, the 110th minute. Oh, so th- that team to tie it up ends up, it goes to penalty kicks and both the, the, the starting goalie got injured. And so they put in the backup goalie. He made like three saves. Unbelievable. I was just like, wow. If I, I just, I wish I'd been watching the stadium was going crazy. It really looked like a tremendous match for the ages. And that was on it Saturday was. too, right? Did anyone else did you, did you get watch God. it or watch any highlights? No. I, I, Maestro, I have no, idea. no, and like I, that that's a game that should have been played on Friday yep. or should have been saved till Sunday. Like nobody had the forethought to say, like, you know what, this game's gonna fall on a yep. Saturday with college football in yep. America. 
we should probably not play this game. And that's a shame because I would have yeah. watched yeah. that game. Or suck it up and do it on a Tuesday night and own Tuesday night. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Own Tuesday. Own it. Own Tuesday and, uh, or Wednesday. Yeah. Well, not, yeah. not Wednesday. I'm going to see Wednesday. the highlights. Nobody's going to. What's oh, yeah, going you don't on want with that. Philadelphia right now? They got the. Mm. Got the the MLS the team in the final. They got the World Series. They're, they're living they got the hot uh, Eagles. Well, hopefully they're not a bridesmaid yeah. for all of them. I, that doesn't bode well, I does it? For, for, uh, for no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I I, uh, I read an article earlier this year, and I don't know if I could find it again, so I shouldn't be talking about it. But it, basically, it's a blog that ranks all soccer teams, right? All leagues, and the Philadelphia yeah. Union was like number 60 like they were getting up there higher than any mls team had ever gotten yeah so they must have some players on that team so yeah so apologies mls we didn't watch it but i'll tell you what the 12 minute highlight video was fantastic i recommend it to you guys check it out time can you can you can you share that yeah it would be neat if there was like a website or something where we could kind of share stuff and the people listening to the show could go there and and see it oh (laughs) social idea we could have like we would have like a social like a, experience. Oh, oh it, 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 you could share media. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, social media. We'll never get it there. All right, what do you got, Maestro? No. All right, so this is like a two-minute drill part uh, part uh, trivia. Um, so trivia. a lot of the a lot of the World Cup rosters were released today. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys: Do you know who the top five bettable teams are? The ranked teams in the World Cup. Top five. Just give me a thrust. I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Brazil. England? Brazil? Yep. yep. Germany? Nope. Netherlands? Portugal? Nope. Uh, Spain? No Spain? Netherlands? Yep. And, uh, and... I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Upper Volta. Senegal. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, your typical uh, World Cup teams. Yep. Argentina? So you got three. Two more. Two more. Yep. Now think classic European teams um, that aren't France. Les yep. Bleus. Yep, France. And then what else we got left? Is it another European team? Yeah, think of EPL. Jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> Bundesliga. Well, you said Germany. Think E E P L. I said it. I think it was like the first. It's the first one. Oh, I, said. I missed that one. Sorry, sorry. I didn't hear it. That's yeah, okay. England's. So it's Brazil is one, Argentina two, France three, England four, Spain five. I tell you, I I tell you the the um, chances, but it's really bizarre. Like forty one over 10, 13, <laughs> 13 over two, seven over one, forty four over five. What the fuck? And Spain oh, yeah. is nine over one. Forty four over five. Oh, wow. I was told That's there would weird. be no math. There's a lot yeah, of math sorry, here. Sorry I missed the England one. but No worries. That's okay. No worries. So there you go. No, no World worries. Cup coming up I, soon. I hope uh, it's not one of those five teams. I hope it's not either. That'd be fun. I'll tell but you let's, let's face it. It's going to be the Dodgers and the Astros, right? It's going to be the Dodgers and the Astros. actually hasn't won in like two decades, but their team is stacked. Um with players it's it's amazing when you look at that roster holy moly and there's 26 25 26 guys on each team and they're all like from powerhouse teams around the world holy moly 
I know that's the thing with the United States. Like yeah, we we've have got four nobody. guys that play <laughs> in the EPL, and like, and they're like second tier guys. Like, if you're not Christian Pulisic or whatever, everyone else is just kind of a guy. And then you've got these teams that have all of the guys from the EPL on one team. Yep. yep. Well, we uh, we're not we open it. with Wales on November twentieth. Wales, I can't Wales. wait. All right, time, cool. time. Uh, okay, so today uh, I, I got message. Um, I got word from something that uh, I may have committed to. Um, and I, I, I do want to say I was not drunk when I committed to this or when I threw myself out there. Uh, but my niece, her, um, her husband is a runner and he, he runs in these ultra marathons. Is this, is this the mountain? Is this the mountain Listen first, but listen. Yes. So I didn't think he was serious. Well, he sent it to me, he sent me the link. It's called the Leadville 100. And I, I do want to say I'm not running the 100, but he is asked me to be one of the, he asked me to be his pacer. So he is going to fly me out and it's, I got to look at what this thing is. This thing starts at 9,000 feet elevation. It goes to 12,500. Oh and I, I would, I, I've committed to be his pacer from somewhere between mile 62 and a hundred. So I will be there to walk and keep him going until he can finish the race. Oh, for <laughs> I, I basically, possibly 30. Does he have miles. other pacers? And he's, and I, no, You're I'm the, the only, only one pacer. at this point. But I think he's not. He's he's only going to have one pacer. Now, so I don't know the logistics. Like 10 miles. Yes, no, twenty. Jesus so Christ, there's coach. there's so basic. Yeah, so we're going to talk it over. But I basically, I I I, I told him yeah. Did you also I'm, I'm tell in. him that a couple you know a couple years ago for Pelotonia you ran sixty miles and almost died. Yeah, but I didn't. I but I but I didn't say that I almost died. I said I almost did sixteen miles. Now. I didn't train for that one. I, if I don't train for this one, I will die. The, uh, the elevation <laughs> so, gain doing the 16 miles, which was around the block in your neighborhood like eight times, rough, roughly the same. Yes. There's that one little hill that you go up. <laughs> Absolutely the same. So, yeah, I don't know if I'm – I think I'm a pretty stupid man, but at this point right now, I'm August 19th of next year. I could be 10,000 feet It'll up be in an the adventure. Air. It, it always, always is. is. Always is. You only live yeah. once, right? You Listen. only live once. Hey, Maestro. Maestro. Yellow. Maestro, are you there? Hey, I'm uh, I'm doing the Leadville 100. Also, you want to pace me? Sure. Are we doing <laughs> it on bikes, motorcycles? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm actually running it backwards while I juggle. <laughs> so my pace. My pacer has to kind of throw a ball in every once once in a while. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I'm gonna slay. So there's a guy I work with that, yeah, that runs a lot of marathons. I think he just ran in that New York marathon. But um, I was, t- I think I was telling him about that this thing that that, that you're doing with your with your uh, family member there, coach. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'd never do that." <laughs> and this guy's like an avid. Like he's done like some of those crazy hundred mile runs and stuff like that. But like he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, that that running in the in the in the." high elevations he's like that's just like that's crazy and what he did tell me like he, he did tell me he's like look just train to walk a lot like you don't have to run my job is basically to just to not yeah, let him stop it. so like he he picked me he's like ah oh, you know you're, you're positive uh-huh. and relentlessly like, yeah, sure. you're relentlessly sure, positive relentless hope you don't so. have a migraine <laughs> oh man oh dear <laughs> not up there but coach so 
Maestro yes. and I will help you train your pep talks. <laughs> I okay? appreciate like, that. We'll work on that as we come up to August. I'll have you giving more pep talks on the show. I'll be giving you, you know, my kind of dark BMOC gloomy takes. And, and I've got, got to pull you yeah, out. Yeah. We'll get it'll you be, in tip top shape. It'll be, uh, it'll really that. elevate your Pelotonia training too, for sure. Oh, I, I will go next level for that. I I sure record we're doing a, a whole album. We're doing 180 mile this year, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm going to, I'm going to book in that and just go right to Colorado and, and it's going to be great. Hop right now is, if he's listening to the show, if he made it this far, he's like, yeah. you're a dumbass. I know he's saying yeah. that right now. Well, you know what? You always show up when people ask you to coach. And that's one of the things that everyone likes about you. This is truth. Well, Unlike me, that. who is never there. Maestro <laughs> Bills. <laughs> <laughs> all right fellas uh, i don't have you guys watched monday night football over on espn2 where the mannings have kind of uh running commentary yes i bit. haven't Not i have i've heard all about it and i checked it out during the browns Bengals game and uh i i could see it being entertaining but not when your team is one of the teams when your team's one of the teams, it's, I think, a little distracting. But when it's two teams you don't really have a, much of a vested interest in, I found it a little bit more entertaining. And that's all I have to say about that. I can see that. I, I can see it being yeah. way distracting. They definitely Actually, know their stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. I actually have a little mini rant about that. I'm jumping back. Oh, let's go. Let's, let's so, go back. and corrections. So I have the, the recommendation of being your friends. Um, yes. And yes. by your friends, and by your, I mean you Browns fan people. Uh-oh. You know, I'm I'm yeah. on the Slack channel. Um, I'm on the group threads for some reason as a Steeler fan. But anyway, you guys I know, I complain love and piss and moan about the Browns. But yet they're on Monday night. They pretty much pummel Cincy and nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You got Unless there's an, another thread maybe that I just am not on. But I'm like, your team is winning. They're playing well. Nothing. It's because we're very cautiously optimistic, but not even cautiously optimistic. It's it's too. We buried too much into this weird hole. Is it the rim of the hole uh, or? Uh, we're we're deep in that hole. We're we're trying to get back up to the almost the rim of the hole. The pit um, of despair. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I I thought I was I was saying stuff on that, but maybe not. Maybe I was. No, there's probably to... a different. There's probably a different thread that I'm not on. But I was just surprised because I was like, that was a pretty solid victory. Since he is playing well, and you know, for the Browns to kind of just kind of really dominate them, I thought that was yeah. They boathoused him. Yeah, they boat raced him. Boathouse, boat race. Yeah. Boathouse, boat race. One of the two, right? <laughs> I, I will say this, and again, uh, not to underscore how old we are getting, but like. After 11 p.m., you're not making much commentary on anything anymore. It's too yeah, tired to pull up like, the I phone. I can't. I can't. All right, uh, fellas. Anything else before we wrap this up? Are we giving? Are you going to hand yeah, out the I MVP? I am. We or? were a little bit rusty, guys. We went a little bit over two minutes. Not, not a lot. lot, right? Just a little uh, bit. But I'm going to give the show right. MVP award to whoever gets closest. Uh, Coach, what's your bed? I, I'm going to say we were just a little bit over. Like, I'm talking a, just a tad. And I'm going to go uh, 15 minutes 11. 15 11. <laughs> well, I, know, I, know, I know Coach Cheatson actually starts the timer, so I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say 12 minutes, 14 seconds. 
1214. And once again, Maestro is closer at 15 minutes, 21 seconds. Congratulations, Maestro, for show MVP for the 220th consecutive episode. <laughs> there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the Maestro Brian Hagen, until Wednesday next or possibly Wednesday next next, this is Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves, take care of each other, go Bobcats, and good times, everybody. Good times. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>